Good morning, everyone. How are we, Mike Grant? What's new? Just the pits of hell. We've entered the pits of hell. Nice. Yeah, just uh, nothing interesting, is there? It's crap. But uh, we, yeah, keep smiling and just keep moving. Flat as a fart. It's 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 um. The most boring market I've seen in a very, very long time. <laughs> Basically, everyone's on all day or remains on all day for the foreseeable. <laughs> Out of office. Every, everyone's pivoted to AI. No, no one's, we're going to zero. <laughs> no one's interested. I just, other than me committing the cardinal sin, I despise when people do that from our region that fucking talk about chicken parmesan and then all of a sudden crypto Twitter. <laughs> Blowing up with people trying to get into the Discord with Google images of Aussie Palmers. <laughs> so I'm sorry for everyone who's listened to that yesterday and cringed as much as I did, but at least it was a bit of a laugh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't be sending me don't be sending me the Aussie version. They're, they're yeah. nowhere near on, on par with the uh, the northeast cuisine of a no of a real chicken like, farmer. When we say do your own research, we're not just talking about investment stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do some homework <laughs> but yeah prices and flows um, slightly up from the last yeah. time we were on <clears throat> yeah well it's just been a big chop and big big chop down big chop up and nothing's really moved so yeah we uh, obviously in terms of Bitcoin and ETH uh, about where, the, where they were at the start of the week yeah, you got Bitcoin at 26,540, obviously at the time of recording this. ETH, uh, 1,840, uh, up 0.38%. Uh, total market cap is now at 1.134 trillion. Binance outflows, minus 606 million. <laughs> Fear and greed index down again. Um, so why don't we do it backwards and start with the biggest losers and then we'll Good news. I like that. So, Darren Gensler is the biggest loser. <laughs> yeah, he is. But we will get we will get to him. Uh, so, a hundred tokens are being delisted on Binance US now. Do you recall order? Yeah. So, it like I guess they've got no choice. Um, they haven't they're not they haven't ceased operations. Uh, so, you can still. Buy certain tokens, so there must be some. Well, what can you say? It's just you know, this this all out attack, isn't it? How, how much more can come in terms of waves of of caught orders that. against? Don't <laughs> yeah. say that. That's sorry. <laughs> Every, sorry. I've said a million times. As soon as we stop saying how much worse can it get, that's it. We should be good. It should be well, uh, able I think to enjoy the markets again. I think it's more, it's like you see the news and I'm numb to it and I just go, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. You, you don't feel any any enjoyment or any pain anymore. You're just comfortably numb. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say I'm numb to it. It's just the norm for me. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> another that's day, prob- another lawsuit. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's probably all, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Binance, Bitcoin was trading at like a seven percent premium on Binance US. Yeah, it was. Um, because I'd imagine people were just willing to market buy and try and off ramp as quickly as possible because there was that stupid fucking 
can't remember what the publication was called. It's probably best not to mention them anyway. Mm. Just posting how Binance have had a... Um, no, the SEC have had their court order approved to effectively freeze Binance US assets when that wasn't the case at all. So they posted that. Everyone shit themselves for a minute, realized that it came from a local newspaper and they'd posted it as gospel. And based off the back of that, because they'd had what they wanted, they'd had their engagement, they'd had their clickbait around it, they just proceeded to not retract it, as they all do, um, and then just post underneath, or you should wait for true and proper confirmation that this is the case. It's a Mm. fucking... It's a complete joke. I'm honestly one more idiot away from just fucking pivot into football. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> Dog rescue. I'm going to go and be a football stat- statistician. I'm fucking sick. Why, why do we have so much of like a football theme that runs through this, by the way? Like, uh, I don't know. I, like my, my football podcast uptick always happens when markets are like this. I just go watch the football ramble again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, you used to dabble in that thing that got banned, didn't you? The uh, the football trade. Football index. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing it back. Bring I'm raising back, a, yeah. I'm raising a billion dollar valuation. I'm bringing it back. I'm putting Messi into an NFT and selling them on Polygon. <laughs> Funny enough, I do the same, to be fair. I just go back to Matt and Shane's secret podcast and just listen to them talk about absolute nothing, which probably has a bit of an influence on what I bring to the table with this one, which <laughs> definitely shouldn't be going down that uh, route to be fair but uh biggest biggest winners quickly um mike you cover that one yeah um there's not many uh just what <laughs> i've seen that's no like notable uh and I, I think a couple of weeks ago um sort of artichoke uh, it's, it's a one-sided the the launching protocol for one-sided lps um the tickers choke they launched on Modular a few weeks ago, um, and they've been it's been performing quite well. It's it's about two x from from the bottom, um, so it was at about 0.4 for a couple of weeks, and it's it had an uptick up to 0.12. Um, mm-hmm. It's back down again, but it's actually done really like a, a 10x from the bottom. So you always expect to sort of a retrace from there. Yeah. Um, there's sort of a beat play on it though. Um, I, I pointed that out in Discord, Mike. I don't know if you've seen, but. Um... <clears throat> When everything completely tanked, it didn't move. No. Did, like, did not move. If anything, there was a couple of buys that came in, which is really, really, really odd. Um, and have you used Modular? No, no, I actually so haven't. Good. Launch. No, it's no. so, so good. Like, the wallet, which already has, like, inbuilt applications, so you're immediately doing away with kind of, um, like, having to search for links and where you know efficient links and um so they kind of like whitelist applications to go on top of it so you know your, the apps that you're using technically inside the app are completely safe to use so it's oh, that's cool really 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 good um i did meeting with them probably around six months ago now but uh it's impressive to see them finally getting a bit of mm. recognition well i guess the like the beta playoff the back of choke is there they've also been quite strong in this market um, and they're up about two x from from where they were over the past like week or so, so um, they seem to be performing well. So it, it might be worth keeping an eye on to see what else they decide to launch on their platform. Um, sort of I was going to say, is there any is there any uh, anything else coming up? Like 
any 2G happening there? Or? Well, I, to be honest, I haven't had time to look at um, but it is definitely on my it's definitely on my radar to look again. Especially against yeah. obviously the uh the highlight was on like GMD and like and, and GMD in terms of like launching gas, etc. and they've just launched that war, haven't they? So so the, there was a highlight on um, on that launch pad and maybe maybe there is a player there to, to look at with modular. I can imagine War does well digital from that one. And then uh, we had notes down for Raft and Velodrome. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was just interesting. Like it's it's a decentralized stable coin. It's fully collateralized at the moment. It's about one hundred and eighty seven percent collateralized. Uh, so you can stay stay on their platform and essentially lend their their R token, which is a decentralized mm. stable coin. Um, and what in terms of I think the launch on the fifth of June. Uh, and they've managed to capture about uh, 26.5 million TVL, uh, which is about 5% of uh, overall staked, uh, staked ETH. So they've absolutely smashed it there, but they don't actually have, they don't have like any governance token or anything. The only token they have is this R token, which is essentially redeemable uh, one-to-one to the dollar. Mm. But I just thought it was, it was quite interesting to see uh, how quickly uh, they captured that TVL over the past couple of days. Mm. Yeah, I think um, there's going to be so many products built on top of liquid stick and derivatives. I mean, Libra, as we come to it on for a while back, that um, that kind of just quick, so so quickly how how man, how quick they managed to kind of attract that TVL, and obviously off the back of it, the token did really well. Obviously, consulting a little bit now, but um, I think people will be speculating that. Raft will potentially have a token and it might be like retroactively uh, dropped to people who early use use the protocol early effectively. So um I don't I don't know anything about it to be honest. I've just seen it kind of come across yeah. the timeline a little bit, but um no, again, why I, be, I was there might be doing that. <laughs> yeah, it might be something that we we look we could look at in terms of see what if there's any large wallets that have moved over there and moved funds over there, see what the breadcrumbs look like. Yeah, and then I don't know whether we just go straight in the news flashing the pan now and kind of just blast through some a couple of headlines and be like super short and sweet today. Um, so we have obviously seen a surge in volume for like DEXs really, most notably Uniswap <laughs> on the back of the SEC shit that we're watching unfold, which is, I guess, no surprise really. Um, largest daily volume increase is obviously Uniswap. But yeah, I, I mean... It's not exactly groundbreaking news, is it? But uh, I guess it just shows that people are still going elsewhere. Well, I guess you've got no option if you're getting mm. your trading assets on Binance US, uh, particularly obviously these hundred alts that are getting delisted. Then you have then no choice but to move yeah. your your funds elsewhere, which obviously we would always recommend, anyways, <laughs> that you get your get your money off a of CEX so you're not you're not stuck. And then, like like Grant said earlier. And you're not stuck trying to trade out of 100 assets that, that are potentially going to be defunct um, back into Bitcoin and trading at a premium in that case. Uh, mm. If it was on a, a DEX in, in your own uh, hard wallet or whatever, then you've got the freedom already and you're not, you're not panicking, I guess. Yeah, I do like this uh, <laughs> war on crypto narrative that's been going around like some of Brian Armstrong's tweets and stuff like rallying the troops. <laughs> uh, like, only uh, only Brian and his bald head can serve us. Oh yeah, I, I truly believe it. He's just 
he's just <laughs> everything he puts out. I just think fair play. Yeah, we need, we need someone, and I guess like even CD, no matter what they've done <laughs> potentially, um, it is one of them where it's just like, well, if they're going to attack the biggest exchanges, then it only filters down from there. So yeah. is anyone safe? So if we don't actually rally together, like you'd never want to see Binance like fall over or or Coinbase because the ripple effects of that are far reaching and 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 deep. So it's it, you have to back them. Um, you have to like together and hopefully that that they've got a strong enough case uh, yeah. going forward that it like Gary can piss off essentially. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is officially uh, it's War of the Baldies, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Although I would argue that Genso has a, an egg in a bun. He doesn't actually have a baldy. He has an egg in a bun. <laughs> yeah. So who are you, who are you gonna like? If you're gonna choose your fighter, you're gonna go with yeah. Ultra Bald Brian, who's like extremely yeah, yeah. aerodynamic when he fights. Very aerodynamic. <laughs> like, like shit around his head. So I'd like. I can imagine uh, Brian Armstrong delivering like remember when Zidane headbutted Matarazzi in the chest in that World Cup final <laughs> well I, I do think that like Gary doesn't have a punch in him does, does he no. you look at him you're like god uh, yeah he looks slightly anemic yeah but an egg in a bun for any of our uh, non-UK listeners or even probably non-regional listeners is when uh, a man who has lost his hair with a shiny dome refuses to trim the sides therefore being an egg in a bun um, have you read that? You have read that one, Grant. Actually, I'm just, maybe it's just like a really <laughs> insular thing, Rose. From somewhere in but yeah, which is even more niche. But I mean, that does actually lead me straight on to the news that we saw break, like, well, kind of late yesterday evening, our time, or well, sort of. These things trickle through, um, and it's uh, I'm pulling up the CNBC piece now, and it's Binance lawyers allege SEC Chair Gensler offered to serve as an advisor to the crypto company in 2019, um, which is just staggering, really, based on what we're seeing play out. Um, well, I did theorise that he was just salty because he'd missed everything. And that, that was the reason that that he, uh, that he, he so hell-bent on destroying uh, all the innovation going on in the US uh, through the SEC. But maybe, it, maybe I wasn't quite right on the mark, and it is because they wouldn't give him a job. Yeah, yeah. I think it's silly because he missed like one of the best bond markets of all time by holding <laughs> Algorand. And, um, <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, I honestly think that a similar kind of approach potentially happened with FTX. Mm. And there was a bit of like shadow play to try and increase FTX's chances being a monopoly in the US with like by proxy control of like the SEC, so they can just have complete regulatory oversight on whatever happens in in that jurisdiction and then probably yeah. further afield as FTX expanded globally and now their little poster boy SBF's kind of that plan's kind of fell flat on its face mm. hasn't it because they, they didn't have a fucking clue what they were doing now it's just like a bright little kid who's taking his fucking ball home and um, wants to destroy the industry around it but as soon as I, when all said and done and if he, if he isn't kind of completely reprimanded for what is actually doing now not just in like the crypto space but like fair revealed as well everyone is fucking sick of this little weasel so yeah there's two sides to it isn't there so there's like this the side of it is if they lose like coinbase to lose then essentially crypto in the us is like like all coins and that are dead, aren't they? 
So you've it's got done that any, it's done anyway. It's done anyway. If you're not if you're building something in the US and you're not looking to move offshore, yeah, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're a complete idiot. And then the other side of it is if the SEC do lose, then nothing's a security. <laughs> we all and we all well to, to to some degree, and we can uh, go back to playing fun and games. Even us idiots in Europe are like making strides forward to have like a different regulatory framework with MICA happening in, in Europe. Mm. Um, I think I think the UK can have if they're a little bit more open armed, yeah, and inviting than even what's happening on the continent with MICA and particularly with the US leaving. UK economy is in a, in a pretty fucking bad way. Um, if they could have open arms to like an emerging industry, particularly like crypto and AI and not be completely gung-ho and just like let anything happen. They wouldn't do that anywhere. But if they're a little bit more lax to taking a similar sort of approach to like some Middle Eastern countries, um, not stifling innovation, I think it could be very, very good in the, in the long run for them. But I wouldn't hold my breath because oh, well, I'm we'll from see. there and I know exactly what they're fucking like. Yeah, yeah you've, you've got more. There's other opportunities and then it's more like of your side of the world really where it seems to be more inviting uh, like with Dubai and stuff like that and even Hong Kong opening up the doors and even China is nearly turning the, the hand to it so <laughs> it just it just like again money flows innovation flows doesn't it so we'll see we will see right. anything else I think that's what for today it's uh, quite short and sweet short and sweet cheers fellas Send to the All newsletter, right. please. Everyone, newsletter. Thank you. Tuesday. <laughs> See ya.